0: Gemara, Moed Katan, Daf Yud The Masih has been dedicated by our good friend, Mr. Martin Arani. ben <speaking in> mazal tov. Hashem <Hebrew> Ma, Amen. We begin today, it's up on Yud Gimel Amud Bet, and we're starting the new pedic, and it's the Mishnah on the bottom of the Amud. Ve'elu megalchim ba the following people, are allowed to cut their hair on Hulam O'ed. We're going to learn that it's forbidden, for whatever reason, to cut one's hair on Hulam U'ed. The Mishnah begins with the exceptions. Habam mm-hmm. Mehmedinatayam, somebody that comes from overseas, uh, that she tells us that he was Anus. He wasn't able to cut his hair before, and therefore he landed on Hulam U'ed. So now is the first time he was able to cut his hair. So it is permissible. He was in captivity. And he was released mibet he was let out of jail on Holed, so he 's allowed to cut his hair somebody that was excommunicated by the rabbis for whatever reason and the rabbis as a result, they were materd his um, his uh, his nidui. they released him from his nidui, somebody that made a ne let 's say against taking haircuts and he, met a, he finally met the Tamid Hakam, and the Tamid Hakam was able to release him from his nedin. You have to say that he wasn't able to meet the Hakam before the holiday, because he was able to meet the rabbi before the holiday, so therefore he has no excuse. And I like have to say that it happened where the rabbi either wasn't available, in cases like that. Fine. Uh, the Gemara Mishnah then says, mitumato letaharato. So you have a nazir, nazir has to obviously grow his hair, but if a nazir becomes tamay in the middle of his process, he has to count seven days, and then on the seventh day, he has to take a haircut. So if that seventh day happens to fall on hola mo'ed, so then he has no choice, he has to cut his hair. Mitzora, obviously also, when he counts his days of uh, of, of tahara, uh, after he finishes his counting of his days, he must uh, shave all his hair. Uh, if you want to read Rashi, Let's read that she metumato Taharato.
1: Nazir right,
0: So, obviously, those guys didn't have um, didn't have an opportunity to take a haircut before And says, Velome Galhimba Moed, Mishum de Tana be Ida Perkin, the Varim Tsorek Moed. Since we just learned in the last uh, that um, certain things are done, for example, people that are selling things and stuff like that, that are permissible. So we gave, um, you know, these examples. Also, things that are done, even normally you're not allowed to do them, but in these cases, Fine, in prison they don't let him cut his hair. Even if they let him cut his hair, the guy's not in the mood to cut his hair. That's the last thing he's thinking about in prison, of grooming himself. So therefore, even if they gave him permission and he didn't take advantage of it, he's still considered anus when it comes to the holiday, and therefore he can actually take a haircut uh, coming out of prison in all situations uh, on Hall HaMueh. Okay, and now the Mishnah goes on to the next point, the following people are able to launder their clothes on the same thing, the guy came from overseas, or he was taken out of captivity, or he was let out of prison, also has laws that he's not allowed to launder their clothes, uh, and the rabbis released him from his nidui. Vehin mishinisham the hacham. Also, a person made, let's say, a nedir, not to launder his clothes, and he finally caught up with the hacham uh, on cholam And the rabbi released him from the from the nedir. If you look at the Tosafot, Tosafot the on the top says, "Umenudes mishinisham inusham min magshe hani lam etir vado pashar shelobaduf neham moeduf nehachamim natielo." Exactly, why did these guys go to the rabbi before Hulamu'ed to get a release from the Reneder or from the Nidui? We have a rule that Nidui is minimum 30 days. And the 30 days ended on Holom So therefore, he had no option to go before the holiday. Right, which means uh, he came... On Cholamu'ed, that's when uh, he came to be Cholamu'ed. Uh, 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 that, that's when the guy showed up. I mean lo The rabbi came on Cholamu'ed. He couldn't find the rabbi before him, Or they couldn't find the petah before Cholamu'ed. When you make a nedid, the rabbi's got to find a, a certain, you know, a key to release him. So it took the rabbi's time. He says, inameh um, lo matz'ubo petah. Fine. Uh, fine. So now, the Gemara comes along and says, the Gemara comes along and says, Mishnah continues, I'm sorry, the Mishnah says certain items also are going to be permissible to uh, launder on cholam and they are, with pehota yadaim, hand towels. With pehota separim, these are the clothes that the barbers use. With pehota sefag, bath towels. Zavim zavot nidot yodot. These are all people that have tumah coming out of their bodies. A lady giving birth, a lady who's nida. Also, their clothes are dirty. tara. that, for anybody that's going from tumah to tara that needs to, you know, have clean garments in order to uh, count the days of tahara, edu mutarim is permitted. Everybody else is going to be forbidden. How okay, let's read the Gemara. The Gemara comes along and says, And now the Gemara is working backwards. That's what those photos on the Amud bed. The Gemara doesn't start off in telling us, you're not allowed to take a haircut. The Gemara starts off telling us, the Mishnah starts off telling us, these are the people that are allowed to take haircuts. And finally, at the end of the Mishnah, it tells us, by the way, everybody else is forbidden. The question is, why is everybody else forbidden? What's the issue of taking a haircut on? So, so we learned in Mishnah uh, in Masechet if you remember. Anshem, Mishmar, those are the Kwanin that go serve in the Beit HaMikvash on a weekly basis. And those are the Yisraelim that also go and gather uh, in order to be representatives of B'nai Yisrael for the Kurban Olaa. Asurim, L'chabbe, L'sapel, L'chabbe. So when they enter their week... They're forbidden to take haircuts and mold their clothes the whole week. <speaking in Hebrew> but on Thursday, on Thursday they mutar because of chamot shabbat. What's the reason why they can't take haircuts during the <in Hebrew> week of their service? We don't want them to enter their uh, their service when they are uncomely, which means what's going to end up happening if you let them take a haircut during the week of their service? They'll wait. And they're coming to the avodah uh, already with long hair. So what's to what's to motivate them to take a haircut beforehand? Telling them that they can't take a haircut during that week. So everybody's going to come and take a haircut before they get there. And therefore, they will come to the Mishmar properly kempt. Says We don't want them to enter the regel when they are uh, unkempt either. Which is if the person's going to know he can take haircuts in Cholam Wed. That's when he has more time, so he'll wait. And therefore, we'll go into the holiday already with his hair all long and they'll wait until Holamwed. So, how do you get rid of that uh, problem? You tell me you can't take haircuts in Holamwed. So it's going to force everybody to take a haircut before and therefore, they're going to come into the holiday clean. Read that top Rashid, the Mithrash, Uman the Mithrashel. Uman the Mithrashel, the Logi Lachme <laughs> Kame the man,
1: I like who the Gaviak Maregel, the Shmi Rabbanan, O'Eal, the Logi Zarze,
0: Right, so that she sounds like only somebody that's mitrashel. Someone that was lazy. Maybe he's coming to exclude the cases that we said before in the Mishnah, the people that were anus, guys in jail, it wasn't mitrashel, or a guy was uh, in captivity, it wasn't mitrashel. It's only somebody that has the ability to do it, and he's lazy. They were worried about the fact that he might come into the holiday uh, Menuval. and therefore, uh, and therefore, it's a sunnah. Tosfot says, what's the question? Cutting hair is a melacha. It's a melacha on Shabbat, that's for sure. So what's the sheila why it's a suda? It's a to do melacha on hola mo'ed. So Tosfot says, pi shehu melacha hayala lanu latiran le Right, even though it's a melacha, certain melachot can be permissible on the tzoroch hamoed. In a mei, absolutely, melachot asurut Torah can go on perek matiah. Become a kumzeuzeu shu liipui. la'tir dechavod hamoed. Adraba, it's it's a melacha that is uh, the tzoroch meaning it's 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 chavod hamoed, even better. Which means uh, there's certain melachot that we know are asurot, uh, that don't have Torah. For example, can go on perek It's true. However, this is a melachat that doesn't have torah, but it's a melakash and bo torah that's kaboda mued. Therefore, it should be permissible. Okay, someone would say it's a type of gilu arosh over here that it should be asum mishum uh tirha. It's not uh it's not a torah obviously it's in Yanave Melakatos for once to conclude. And still I would have thought that since it's Kaboda Mued. We should waive this melacha, We don't because of the gezerah. Very, very good. Okay. So now... Okay, now let's go to the continuation of the Rebbe. Rebbeza has a question. Um, What's this she'ela? Avdalo Okay, a guy, let's say lost an object So he's busy erevaregel trying to find his lost object. Okay, he's busy. He's busy. He can't take a heker. Why? He's too busy trying to find his uh, his item that he lost. So the Gemara says, is that considered a, an honest that will allow him to take a heker on the holiday because he was busy on erev had? An Do we say since he was honest? Therefore, it should be muta, Or do we say, Problem is where people don't know that he was doing such a thing. And therefore, they gonna come along and say, oh, you're allowed, you're allowed to take a haircut on Cholamu'ed. It seems these other things, like a guy coming out of jail, it's well known. The guy was in captivity, it's well known. So people are not gonna to come to make a mistake. shaykh and this guy, nobody knows he was finally looking for an abedan Ereb Had. All of a sudden, they see the guy going to the barber taking a haircut on moed. it's gonna be uh, problematic. So, therefore, maybe that should be a reason to be Asur. Uh, and Rashid says, The people are going to say, Oh, this guy's waited until Hola to take a haircut. And he's making an Isur. So, therefore, that's the two sides of the question. Amara Baye, famous Kemara, Yomru, kol asidikin, Asurin, Siddiqe Baytos, mutarin, He was talking about over here uh, a certain type of a design they used to put on the matzot. And uh, the Hachamin made a gezetab, you don't have to put these designs on the matzot. Why? Because uh, it takes time to do it, and therefore they're worried about uh, it becoming hametz. Now these bakers, which was the uh, um, Baitos, they used to have a mold, and therefore they were able to make the, uh, the, the shape of this matzah very quickly. No issue at all, of Hametz, because they had the mold. But the rabbi said, it's going to be forbidden because the people are going to see the Sirikim of Baitos and they're not going to know that he had a mold and they're going to come along and think that you can make, uh, make these uh, types of shapes for the, uh, for the matzot. So therefore, bottom line, we have to make a Gezerah and nobody could do it. So the same thing over here. People are not going to know that he went to find an abedah, and therefore we have to make a Gezerah on everybody, we've the she, Yomru, Kola City Kimasuri, Kilo
1: Kilomar, the Baitos Haya, Yahol, the Surok Halota, Belisha, Boots, the Fisha, Hayalo, the Fus, Bathal, Beken, Asru, Mishum, the Ame, Kola City Kim, the Hule, Hanami, Kevan, the Lord, Migalia, the Kule Alma Unse, Yomru, Kule Alma, Surin, the Galea, Bezemutad. They don't
0: know that Baitos has this mold. So they're going to say, we can't do it, but my trust can do it? What's the difference? And they're going to say, the same thing over here, they don't know this guy he was busy trying to find an Avedah Erev Had. So they're going to say, well, we can't uh, take a heck on this guy, can't? <coughs> it's going to be Asur in that case. According to this reason over here that what? That you're worried about the people, they're going to say something. Call me she'en ella Chaluk ehad. If let's say a person only has one garment, you know that's all he has. One garment is his name. He's allowed to go and launder it on Holam why, why Why don't you say the same thing? The people are not going to know that he only has one garment, and they're going to come along and say the same thing. Everybody else is forbidden to launder their clothes. This guy is permissible. They're not going to know uh, he has some dispensation of one garment. So the Hebrew says, no, there's a difference. amar <speaking in Hebrew> That he has his belt. When, when he's taking his outer garment out, he puts the belt around his waist. Okay, let's say he's wearing an undershirt underneath. So therefore he takes his outer garment out and now he's just wearing his belt when he's laundering. So everybody knows that he must not have another garment. Because he, why is he wearing his belt over his undershirt? So therefore, it's mukha it's clear to everybody what this guy's situation is. Normally, if a guy's laundering something, he puts on another suit. This guy's not putting on another suit. He's putting his his, his his belt underneath what he was wearing. And I must prove to everybody he's a heter. What's his heter? One garment. Rashi uh, says, she says, lo'ela <laughs> mit Right, right, exactly. Which means he's putting on the, the undergarment that he has and he puts the, the, the belt around that so people are going to realize that he only has one garment. Okay, so now the Yom comes along and has another question. Okay, now we're talking about an Uman. Uh, professional, that lost an abedah Ereba Let's say he's a barber. right? So now, a barber is very busy Ereba All of a sudden, now, what happens? Uh, Barbershop closed. Why? Well, because the barber is looking for an aveda Ereba So that type of item, people will find out about. Because he's a public figure in that sense, that the people are going to know what's going on. Oh, where is he? Oh, he lost an Avedah. He was running around. So therefore, the Gebur says, The umanu mukhammilta, it's obvious what he was doing, because he is, you know, um, he's, uh, people People know his uh, situation over there. Or you're right, it's evident, but it's not as evident as the other cases in the Mishnah, like a guy coming out of jail, and a guy coming out of captivity where everybody knows. So the question is, what's the degree of, uh, of, of uh, noticeability or, 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 or under, of, of, of of understanding, the people have to have the What his excuse was, you know. So the Gemara says, well, for sure the case is in the Mishnah. It's well known. It's before some an uman that closes ediv hard because he's looking for an aveda. It's known. Or maybe it's not so known as the other ones. The Gemara says the The degree we're gonna have to wait for the and navi to tell us. And the Gemara says on that tiku. Okay. And now we move on. Look at that she, by the way, Uman.
1: Right.
0: Okay, very, very well. Now we move on to the next subject. So the guy came back from a trip. Now we get to a big sugia. What was the guy doing? You know, why did the guy go out in the first place? You're telling me the guy came back from a trip. Who, who, told, him to, who told him to go on a trip in the first place? That he's coming back on holamu'ed, that you're giving him a hetir. What was his impetus to go out on the trip in the first place? So, Yiborah says, The Mishnah is not following the <in Hebrew> Bihuda, the Tanya. The Bihuda means Abba, Medina, Tayam, Lo Ye Mipnesh exactly. He didn't have a hetir to go out. He went out on his own right. Nobody forced him to go out. He didn't have a, 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 an overriding reason to go out. So who told you? Who told you to go out in the first place? So therefore, since she yatzas she lo shoot, he had no uh, overriding reason to go out. Therefore, no head to take a head when he comes back. That's that's she had lo she yatzas she lo shoot.
1: <laughs> right, he
0: wasn't forced to go out by others. Nobody forced him to go out. He never reason to go out. He went out. So the Gemara says Amar So the, 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 the Rabah says, "Hold on, it. it's not so simple." Rabbi Judah and Hakamim. because we have a Machlokar. Obviously, Rabbi Yehuda is saying "Bam medinatayam" can never take a haircut. It sounds like, and it sounds like Hakamim and Amushda saying. <laughs> <laughs> they can always take a haircut. So Ravah going to narrow the Mahlok in a bit. And Ravah going to say, Amar Ravah, shoot. If the guy went, you know, uh, let shoot uh, for pleasure, to roam the world, you know, stam, uh, to travel. Okay. Everybody's going to say, that's a suit, Asud, that that's total pleasure trip. Now you show back up on Chola Moed, even the rabbis are going to come along and say, nah, Mishnah, that guy who's bama Tayyam, whose original reason for traveling was shoot was just to, you know, enjoy a pleasure trip, for sure it's going to be Asur for him to take a haircut. No argument on that. The vidya called Asur. Now, go the other way. Nimz or not, if the guy went out to make panasa, trying to make a livelihood. No problem. The vidya called Mutar. Even the Be'yuda will say that that's enough reason. That's considered you're forced out. You've got to make a living. Everybody will agree, if he shows back up on hola Mo'ed, that it's going to be permissible. So where's the argument over here? Where the guy is going to make some profit. He has Parnassah, but he wants to make more money. So the Biudah will consider that like a pleasure trip. And therefore he has no eter when he comes back. And the Hakamim of the Mishnah will compare it to somebody that's going out for Mishnah. They don't make a difference between whether a guy has a lot of money or not a lot of money. It's permissible nonetheless as long as it's because of parnasah. So we have three cases, Rabotai. The two extreme cases, one is pleasure trip, everybody says asud when he returns, mis or not, everybody says Mutar when he returns, profit, extra money, that's where we have the contention between Rabbi Yehuda and HaKhamim. The governor is going to challenge this understanding. Metive, amar, Rabbi. So Rabbeinu HaKadosh said, It seems that we're going to follow Rabbi Yehuda, when he went out, without being forced to go out. We're going to take the opinion of the rabbis that it's okay to take a haircut. When they went out, what a reason, by force. Uh, which means, now we have to figure out what is this Shiloh shoot that we're taking to be uda And what is this shoot that we're taking? How can we have to define our terminologies? So the Gabbara says, "My shilo birshut." You're telling me that we're going to follow the Bi Yehudah, Shilob What does that mean, those words, Shilob B'Reshut? Ilima Lashut. If you mean, yeah, the guy went to, 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 to vacation, the guy went out for pleasure, what do you mean? Then we're not going to only take the Bi Everybody agrees with that we said. Amad We just got everybody says shoot. Even the rabbis are going to say it's Asur. Oh, Ve'ela L'Mezolot. It can't be, he's going out to make a livelihood. The Amad D'Vere HaKol Mutar. Everybody says it's going to be mutar to make a livelihood. So what's the case over here that we're taking the Be'yuda, Shalom shoot Oh, must be talking about where the guy is going to make profit. And the Ben HaKadosh is saying that the guy is going to be like the Be'yuda when he goes shelo Bereshut, meaning when he goes to make profit. Now we're not done yet with the question. But then the sefer of that same statement says, "Nidin devre hakhamim kishi yatzab bishut." We're going to take the words, the word, the words of the rabbis when he went out bishut. Now we want to explain those words. What does it mean bishut? My bishut, idim alim mizonot. If it's about we went out to make a livelihood, ha amad devrei called mutad. Not only the rabbis will say mutad to take care of it. Even the yehuda will say <coughs> if he's going out to mizonot it's mutar. There, la. What is he going out for? There, harbacha. And you tell me that we're going to take the words of the hakhamim when it comes to. Harbaha? How do you say that? You just told me in the Resha that a man the he be Yehuda. Beha. You just told me in the Resha that we follow the be Yehuda when it comes to Harbaha. Basically, <coughs> we have a stira. In the words of the how can he tell me we follow the be Yehuda in one case and we follow Achimim in one case? But we're learning it's the same case, so therefore it's a stira. Basically, he's saying we follow the be Yehuda in Harbaha. That's a the that and We follow the banan, Harbaha. That's <coughs> a mutta Stira. So, said, no, 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 no. We have to relearn this. These rabbis were not discussing their own opinions. They were discussing the opinions of their colleagues. So, which means, the, uh, the, 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 the Rabbanan say, you know, when we agree with Rabbi Yehuda, we'll agree with Rabbi Yehuda. We hear the Rabbi Yehuda is very strict. We're going to take Rabbi Yudah's opinion. Rabbi talking. We will take Rabbi opinion. The extreme case of Shalom Bereshut. Which is what? Umaynihu. Lashut. Okay. Sure. Because they only argued when it comes to arvahah. But they agree when it comes to Lashut. For sure it's going to be a suit. Lashut, even the rabbis will come along and agree to Rabbi Yudah. Now let's go the other way. V'nei debre Rabbanan de Rabbi Yuda. Rabbi Yuda will say, "I understand the Rabbi's leniency that what that they could take a haircut, k'chi atzav b'risut le'mezonot." I will agree with them when it comes to mezonot because Rabbi don't lo nechdukala milah harbaha because Rabbi Yuda dinag you only when it comes to prophet. Avam mezonot what they do. So basically, we just. Adjusted this braita by saying that they weren't discussing their own opinions; they were discussing their colleague's opinion, and then we came back to the same conclusion, lashut is going to be asud, mezonot is going to be mutar, and harbacha is where we have the contention. It all works out. Amal Shemu'el, katan b'moed. New story. Katan b'moed. Baby is born. The simantov is born on the hag. And what does it say? Give me a haircut. Okay. Kennedy was born uh, hairy. And it's uh, a for the kid to have all this hair on his body. And what's the reason? W- under which category does this fall out of in Amishnah? Is that coming out of jail? Why? There's no greater confinement than when a person is in the mother's womb. He's in uh, prison. And therefore, when he comes out of uh, the mother's womb, it's like he came out of jail. And therefore, it's going to be permissible. Katana <laughs> right? So the Gemara sounds like, Oh, only because he was born on Cholam implying what? That if the kid was born before Khalid, sounds like since you could have uh uh given him a haircut and cut his hair before Khula we're gonna be strict that you can't cut the kid's hair on Hula which means we're putting a, a restriction over here. Only Bab But if he was born before, no. Look oh. at Ashimi Karalo.
1: The kodim haregel and baregel. So the Geberat
0: comes along and says, Matiz Pinhas Haas, Rappin is a question. What's the question? Call Elu She'amu All these people that we just said in the Mishnah, that are permissible to take Ekat's on Holam Mo'ed, Mutaleg Al-Yah Got to if somebody's in mourning, so he has the same leniencies. That what? is permissible when it comes to Holam Mo'ed, so the same means will apply to somebody that is in mourning. Now we make a diyuk. Now the diyuk is not written explicitly in this uh, statement over here, but we're making the diyuk ourselves. What's the diyuk, the implication? Ha the le'gallayach Whoever Whoever's forbidden to take a haircut on mo'ed, asur le'gallayach b'me'abloh. It's going to be forbidden to take a haircut during the mourning period. Oh, so the Yomaraz is going to come along and say... If you're going to learn, like we just said, the i it be produkta, and if you're going to say when it comes to a katan, there's a difference, there's a distinction. Meaning, if he was born on the hag permissible, but if he was born before the hag, forbidden. Which means what? That we're going to be strict when it comes to a katan. Abenut nimset no noheget be katan
1: the Oh, that's very
0: good. Which means like this <clears throat> If you're going to tell me that Katan, it depends that there are cases where Katan is going to be forbidden. To take a haircut And what is that? Like you wanted to learn If he was born Before Chola Mo'ed It's going to be a suit for him To take the haircut On Chola Oh so then What's going to happen Then we have to apply The same law to Avelut And what are we going to say? We're going to say That if a baby was born Let's say before Becoming a mourner That's, that's it Now he became a mourner So that's it Too late He cannot cut his hair Because we have to apply The same, uh, the same laws It comes out what? you're telling me that there's avelut by a katan. And that's hard to accept because The only reason why they rip the garments of a katan who's in mourning is not because of the laws of mourning, is in order to cause grief to others. When they walk in, they see the kid's garments ripped, it'll cause them grief, but not that he's avelut. Let me explain the question again. You're telling us over here that if the kid was born before Chola Mo'ed, you're not going to be able to cut his hair on Chola Mo'ed. Oh, well, we have a rule, a rule that we made from an implication. And the implication was, whoever it says, whoever was allowed to take a haircut on Chola Mo'ed is allowed to have this head when it comes to avilut, implying that whoever is not allowed to take a haircut on Chola Mo'ed, meaning somebody that could have done it before, so cannot do it by Avelut. So, therefore, basically, he's saying a Katan that was born before Avelut cannot take a haircut during, you cannot cut his hair during Avelut, which implies that what? The laws of Avelut apply to a Katan. And the people are saying it's not so. And even though you, you found the Abraiter that says that the, the Katan, they cut his clothes, they only cut his clothes in order to cause grief to others. Look at that Shimak nefesh.
1: Why? just to cause the people to cry. So the Gemara
0: says, who told you to make this diuk? The Blight, never said this diuk. You make a diuk and then you make a question. <laughs> Doesn't it say, oh, that whoever is asur on the whole automatically is asur ba'avell? Then what is the asur? And the uh, what is Mutar. Maybe some are permissible and some are forbidden. Which means not everybody that's gonna be forbidden in Holam is gonna be forbidden in Avenut. And therefore <coughs> could be although uh, 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 maybe a, a katan would be permissible. Therefore normally if somebody was able to take a haircut before Holamoed, it's forbidden on Holamoed, but not every case, maybe a Qatar is the exception. So therefore don't make the de you can not make the question. Basically the Gemara's answer. And the Gemara now is gonna repeat this uh Similar version. He had this version like this. So in this statement, it starts off giving it to us totally mutar in all cases. No deal. Meaning, a katan, no matter when he's born, whether he's born on or Moed, whether he's born before, the initial statement is what? Mutan. Good, we have a proof to this. All these people that we said have a dispensation to cut hair the when they are allowed to also uh, uh, cut their hair during the times of mourning. Implying that whoever is forbidden to take a of with Asur, if you're going to say, the katan is going to be uh, Asud. On Cholamu'ed, because he could have done it before, Nimset Avidu Tuhiget B'Katan. Then you come coming to tell me that what? Basically the laws of Avidu Tuhiget to but we know it doesn't. Mekar'in L'Katan Mepnei Agmat Nefesh. So therefore, you, you see what? You have a, a proof now that a katan even if he was born before, is going to be a permissible. And that's exactly what you're saying. Because if you're going to say it's forbidden, then it means you're going to have to say that there's avilut by a qatar. and we know there's no avilut by a qatar. Amar Rab Asher, mi Who told you uh, to make the diuk in the Brayta? Uh, it only gave you the cases of who's permissible. Dilma yeshmehen asur, the mutad, and were, like we made the d'yuq before that maybe there's certain people. That is actually going to be uh, mutar. That they're prohibited on Holamuya, but they're permissible during uh 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 during during, during And if we really have no da'ayah from the statement of Shemuel. Let's read um Ravenashi on that for a second. No. No. So he says that for the that could very well hold that of those who are prohibited to cut their there are some. Minors who, in fact, are permitted to do so during mourning. What, what is the difference between this side and this side? I'm just reviewing for myself now for a second. The Gemara started off telling me that Shemuel was matir both things. Beautiful. And then the Haas said we have a support to Shemuel, based on this braita that we quoted. That whoever we said is permissible mu'er uh, is permissible b'me and we imply ha asurin galayah b'moed. Whoever whoever's asur on the moed will be asur b'me avlo. And if you're going to say a katan is asur, you can't say that because Nim said you're going to make that there's avilut by a katan, and we know there's no avilut by a katan, and therefore it must be uh, that. Uh, it is permissible to cut the hair of the katan on hola regardless when he was born, which is very good proof. And that the Gemara says, no, you're bringing a question because you made it, or you're bringing a proof because you're making a, uh, 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 asurin asur and then you say, oh, it can't be asurin because uh, if a katam would be uh, uh, asur, that means you're making a, uh, uh, a veil by katana, we don't have that so who, said, who told you in the Bible that it said ha asurin dilma yesh mehen asur, that means perhaps well, we could say that what there are still souls that are prohibited to cut the head during khala moed and <coughs> are prohibited during the the morning period, v'yesh muta. By the same token, there are those that are prohibited during hola mo'ed uh, and are in fact permitted during the morning period. Therefore, Shmuel's statement is not necessarily supported by the P'nechases' b'raita. For uh, the b'raita can very well hold that those who are prohibited to cut their hair during hola mo'ed, there are some minors who in fact are permitted to do so during the morning. Exactly, it's only talking about hola mo'ed itself. But who told you it's talking about before? And therefore, you want to bring me a ra'ayah for before. You have no raya for the b'rayta before. All you have the b'rayta is that on Holamur itself, certain ones are going to be forbidden to the Avel, and certain ones are going to be permissible. But before, you have no raya. You made a diyuk, and therefore you want to bring the raya. Don't make the diyuk and don't bring the raya. Very good. Aval, Avel, Avel. Avel, Okay, no, <speaking in Hebrew> is suspended When it comes to the regal. Do we have Rashi yet? Not yet. Why? You have to have Simha. Obviously an Avel cannot have Simha. Now, what are we talking about? When did he become an Avel? If it's talking about where he was an Avel, which means before the holiday started, he became an Avel. Well, we have an ased, a positive commandment of the Rabin, which is what? Everybody's obligated to have Semcha, and will push away the Avelut of an individual. So therefore, for sure, if it started before the holiday, once the holiday comes, ased the pushes away Aseh the Yachim. And if you tell me he became an Avel on the holiday itself, Already he has an asid al Rabim on him. We're not going to say that the Aser of Avelut is going to push away the Aser of Basically, uh, no matter when the guy becomes available, whether he becomes available before the Hag or during the Hag, we're going to always say B'Samahtah B'Hagecha is going to push away the private Avelut and supersede it. So Gemara comes along and says... Wait, menudeh, we have a case of a menudeh. That was the guy who was excommunicated for whatever reasons. Maoshi hog niduyo So we had an issue over here. When it comes to uh, uh, somebody that's in the there there's certain laws that apply to him. He's not allowed to say shalom to people. Uh, he has to, uh, uh, he, he cannot wear shoes. He's not allowed to groom himself. Can't launder his clothes, like we learned. Minude is like an avir, by the way. That's really what he is. So, therefore, the Gemara says over here, Menude Maushi and Hogni Okay, they didn't release him. They didn't release him. They didn't take it off. Now he has a. He's in Nidui officially under Nigim. Can he act in a Nidui way? Which is basically saying, could he not? He not wear shoes? All these things are going to impede his Simha, obviously. So the Gemara says, I'm out of yourself. Tashema. Danim Dinei Nifashot, V'Dinei Makot, Mamonot. On Cholam O'ed, allowed, the Bedin's allowed to sit down and judge capital punishment cases. That's Dinei Nifashot. Dinei Makot, cases that are subject to lashes. And Dinei Mamonot, monetary cases. Now, what happens? V'Illot Dinah. Normally in a, in a court, they make a ruling. Okay, so-and-so is Hayav. What happens if the litigant doesn't want to listen to the bedin? So then, they put him in a nidui. That's one of the cases where a guy gets put in nidui when he's contempt of the court. He doesn't follow the ruling of the bedin. So therefore, it seems that what that on cholam moreed you're allowed to actually put somebody in a nidui. So the gemara says, well, if that's the case, nidui mishumat atem ikara ate if a guy who has an existing nidui, you're gonna argue that he doesn't follow his nidui. Are we gonna put a guy now in Nidui in If a guy who has an existing nidui doesn't follow his nidui, how can we put a new guy into Nidui on the Hagela must be he follows his nidui on the legel? The fact that we see that we judge courts open. Once the court's open, that assumes Nidui is an option on mo'ed. Of course, that Mo'ed. That that, that, that that that's a function of the court. If the litigant doesn't follow the, uh, the, the, the ruling, they put him in Nidui. So the Gimbala's saying, if I can put somebody in Nidui, so clearly, somebody that's in Nidui already is going to have to follow his Nidui. Otherwise, if it was forbidden to follow an existing Nidui, I'm not going to put somebody in a new Nidui. That's his proof. And therefore, the Gimbala's the answer is what? There is Nidui. Rules on cholam I don't understand your proof. I don't understand your proof. Maybe when it says the courts are sitting down and judging on hola moed they're not making rulings that can lead to any doing to somebody. All it means is the judges they contemplate the case, they analyze the case, but they don't make the verdict until after the holiday. So then we have no ra'ayah, like I've been No, no one's going to be put into the doing on the holiday. Because there's no verdicts. The Gemara says, and I'll prove it to you. It must be like that. <laughs> when it says that they make capital punishment cases on hola mo'ed. <laughs> Do you think that they're actually going to kill somebody in the court on hola mo'ed? If he's guilty, they're going to execute him? What's the problem? Why not? <laughs> You're taking away from the simchah yom tov. Not of the guy who's getting killed. I don't care about that guy. He doesn't deserve that simchah yom tov. We're taking away the Simhav yom tov of the judges. Why? Detanya, because we learned in the Brachta, Rabbi Akiva on the day that Sanhedrin executes somebody. She to They fast that day. She ne emor. The pasuk says, "Tavudu malotochidu dam. which they learn about on the day that you take somebody's dam, lotochidu. So therefore, if you're going to tell the judges that they're allowed to execute on hola mo'ed, what's going to end up happening? They have to fast. So you take it away from the sabhat So therefore, it cannot mean that they're judging the in meaning they're actually executing somebody on hola mo'ed. So what does it mean? Ela <coughs> bedineh. Oh, it just means that they analyze it, but they don't issue a verdict. Similarly over here, when it comes to monetary cases, Therefore, you have no proof of making verdicts. If you are going to hold that you make a verdict, then everybody you can introduce nidui because the guy doesn't listen to the verdict, he doesn't want to pay. You can put him in nidui, and then we can extrapolate and say if you can put somebody in nidui, certainly somebody that's already in nidui will have to follow his nidui. But now we're not saying that. We're saying, no, there's no verdicts on the holiday. Just like there's no execution in a capital punishment case, there's no verdicts in a monetary case. And therefore there's no verdict, there's no nidui. You have no proof. Does nidui apply on the Hagonah? But there, the Gibbalah says, wait, you're telling me over here that they're just going to study the capital punishment case, but they're not going to issue a verdict. In you're delaying the uh, you're delaying the verdict, or you're delaying justice. And there's a problem of what inu yadin. Read Rashi, you're not allowed to delay justice. Yeah.
1: Once
0: they know the case and they know where it's headed, they got to give a verdict. You say no, no. Just keep on studying it. They keep on analyzing it. But that should cause a delay. And once already the judges are uh, no... The ruling they have to uh, uh, they have to uh, um, they, they, they have to follow they have to execute. so that's not an option to come along and say that they're going to just study the case over mu'ed and then delay the verdict until after Holamuad can't be. They would be subject to a problem of deen, delaying uh, uh, rulings, which is clearly forbidden. So what's the case? The Buddha says you have to say it like this: Atu mitzafra bedina. They come to the courthouse in the morning and they study the case. Well, no problem, to study the case. And then they go home and eat. It's all after all. They all go home and eat in the afternoon. They go home and eat, they drink, they celebrate, so they ate. They come to And they make a verdict at Shkiyat ha And therefore, what's gonna happen? and they execute him. Oh, beautiful. So therefore, what happened? No problem, they're able to execute the guy close to sunset, but they ate already. So therefore, you have no problem of learning Dinim Fashot literally. And therefore, once you learn Dinim and Fashot literally, you can learn Dinim Mamonot literally. And therefore, if you learn Dinim literally, that means there's Nidui on Chola Because if the guy doesn't listen to the court's rulings, they're gonna put him in the So if you can put somebody in the doy, the katrayda, then somebody's already in the doy will be obviously be able to follow his doy. So we're back to that point. Now with uh, Rashi Ela, the onam. Ela
1: le'olam danindi novigumi ma Mamash, b'moreid. Bi'ikal le'medach minad ilo sayit meshametinan le. Right. Bi'ikal le'mishmat minad denoheg nami balek. Right. B'damal, b'damal imkani ma namsimpathi yom tov.
0: Beautiful. Amar Abaye, so Abaye comes along and has a question. Which is what did it say in the Mishnah? The Mishnah came along and said a that released them. Now, why why, why would Hakamim releasing them? I kind of they're releasing him because you're not allowed to be a minuday on the holiday. You have to rejoice, you have to be happy. So therefore, the fact that the Mishnah says a minuday that the rabbi has released him from his nidui sounds like according to Abayir, every minuday will get released because he needs to be released. Why does he need to be released? Because he has to have some hot ha-hag. So what do you see from here? A minuday cannot be a uh, on the holiday. He cannot follow his laws. Gebraznamaravaye Amaraba, Mi Ketani Shetiru Hakamim? Does it come along and say Sheiti ruhu? Uh, which is a general statement that the wumatir, all of them? She tirouhu, shaitiru lo hachamim kitami. That specific guy they wumatir. Why? The Azal u Faiser le Ba'aldineh. The guy he went and he appeased. Uh, the guy who had the, the, the claim against him and therefore they uh, they released him from his Nidu, because he settled the, the, the case point it's not everybody if it would have said in the Mishnah hakamim <speaking language> so like everybody gets a card blanched of Nidu because of the Simcha. is a shetiru law he
1: gets a special because he made the proper
0: amends weed <speaking language> as
1: khamin kas right that's what we think right which means, bottom line they uh, he, he followed
0: the, uh, the ruling of the of the I want a chance the throw in with <laughs> door. Okay, it's a little strange there, but... That's the same Bedin, I guess, that made the ruling. is the same Bedin that... Uh... That if one Bedin in a different generation made the ruling and then a different Bedin can't take off the Ridu, you have an earlier Bedin? She's going into that? Okay. It's... Uh, interesting. Okay, let's just, just finish this up here. The Yabara has a question now. Okay, I have a leper. Does he follow his laws of leprosy on the regular? Obviously, he cannot enter the camp. So he cannot uh, launder his garments. Uh, he cannot greet people. Basically, a leper is more like a Avel also. So, does he follow his laws on Hulamwet? That only a nazir that comes out of his nazirut, or a mitzorah, forgive me, a mitzurah that comes out of his sada'at on the hag, meaning it's the seventh day, then we say, why, well, he can take a haircut? Because he's done. Implying what if he's still in his uh, tum'ah, so therefore he has to follow the uh, the laws. And therefore, uh, until that time, he has to treat the uh, all, all the laws of Sarat are going to apply. The Gevara says, no, no proof. Lo Lo Which is, you don't have to tell me that when he's in his days of contamination, that he doesn't have to follow all the restrictions of his Sarat because the Chag overrides it. But I would have thought that, when it comes to, when he's starting to purify himself, nigzor, Shema Yishe That I might think that what we should make a decree that he should not be able to cut his hair during Cholam Why? Because he's going to delay from bringing the korbanot until the last day of Yom Tov. Kamash It comes to tell we don't make such a decree. What is this decree? I'm um, going to the
1: uh, it,
0: it's amazing. I would have thought that we made this Gizirah. I would have thought like this. Maybe a, a Mitzorah that finishes his process on the seventh day, maybe he's not allowed to take a haircut. Why? Because once he takes his haircut, he's got to bring the Korban. And I would have thought, listen, the guy's anyway going on the last day of the holiday, maybe to bring a Korban to the Beit Tamikdash, So he might delay his Korban. So maybe forbid him to take a haircut, so therefore he won't have a problem of delaying his Qur'an. because once he takes it, it has to be in the Quran immediately. we don't make that gizera. And therefore, even if his seventh day comes out on hola mo'ed, he's allowed to take it. But do not make a diyuk, that it's a lo it's, it's quite possible that a bit whose tamer cannot follow, uh, 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 or must follow the laws, must follow the laws you you want to come along and say that it's a Lomibaya. that it goes without saying that uh, so, somebody is Lomibaya um, Kamal. Which means what? Lomibaya vimetum atode lo Which is now, oh, I'm sorry, the Gemara is saying actually Lomibaya that when he's Tameh, for sure he doesn't have to follow. And therefore what? I would have thought that when he's Tahor, he has to follow it. Why? Because I would thought that we would make a gezerah. What's the gezerah I would make? I would think that the mitzvah on the seventh day is not allowed to take eikar because if he takes eikar, he might end up delaying his korban. Come Ashpul on the Mishnah that even he is allowed to take eikar. But for sure, the guy who's a mitzvah already, for sure, he is allowed to take a. That goes without saying. So therefore, from al Mishnah, you have no da ayad that there's any restrictions on any type of mitzvah. That maybe a metzorah ben betum'ah and even betahara is allowed to take any if that we have no ra'ayah to be more strict. So the Gemara comes along and says one more proof, Amarabah, we have a pasuk, the hat-sarua. <coughs> meaning the person that's uh, afflicted with Sarah, he has to rip his garments, grow his hair, etc. L'rabot kohen gadol. Oh, so this word, V'atzarot was coming to include a kohen gadol. That, what? That, the laws of Sarat applied to him. So the Gabbara says, V'ha kohen gadol dekholah shenah kerege likhulah almadami. Beautiful. A kohen gadol all year long has a status of what? Regal. Ditnan. Kohen gadol makriv onen. That we know, a kohen gadol is even allowed to bring his korbanot, when he is on end. Which is, by the way, that means it's like a regal for him. The whole year is a regal for him. There's no avilut for a kohen all year long. He can even bring his sacrifices when he is on end. But he cannot eat the korbanot when he's on end. Fine, he can serve. So what do you see from over here? That a kohen gadol ut which is like an avil, brings korbanot. Which is basically saying, it overrides the regal. Sh'ma'mina noeg tzarato baregev I'm sorry, and the who says v'atzaru'ah v'atzaru'ah comes to teach me what? A kuhengadol can become a tzara. Oh, a mitzora What do you mean? A kuhengadol becoming a mitzora That means what? His mitzora Is going to override his service And all year long A kuhengadol, it's like a negative In the sense that what? That he's able to bring korbanot All year long, even if he's onen because of what? The status of Kohen Gadol. And you still see over here that what? That when it comes to Salat, it overrides his ability to bring Korvanot. So that shows you that what? That Salat overrides the regel, and therefore Shma'mina <speaking> Rid <in> Rashi. Ha, Kohen Gadol, Kula Sharad, the Deke regel, lechol
1: <laughs>
0: right, he said, <laughs> which, which which means he said, Because Aharon uh, 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 became an Onen that day, when he lost Nadav uh, and So he says, I can't eat it. But he didn't say, I can't sacrifice it. So you see that a Kohen Gadol is able to be Macleave, Onen, all Aaron told him, you want me to eat it? Eating, you can eat
1: it. And onen, yes. but onen, makrib mechalal dahakrabah ba'aninut. Mechalal dahakribah ba'aninut. Velamadnu de kohen gadu makrib onen. Abal kule alma, beshaar mot hashtana, onen enu mashalach kubinot hav, kada amin ya makaman, selamim, bezemman shuhu shalem, velo bezemman shuhu onen.
0: Onen cannot send this kubinot to the Bait HaMikdash. Under no circumstances. Only when he is whole, but not when he's on end. So, therefore, you see what? That a Kohen Gadol, his uh, 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 an is pushed away all year long. And therefore,
1: what? Alma. Alma. Alma.
0: Alma. 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 All year long for the Koyos Kenegir. Like because basically, even if he's Avail, we're letting him bring Korbanot. Oh, and still it says what?
1: That's
0: a proof positive. It says that even if he's a Koyeng which teaches us what? Koyeng uh, uh, uh no heg, uh, 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 Salat, and therefore there is Salat on the Regal. Okay. Baruch <laughs> okay.